welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, I'm ready to get capital G grimy. We've got a G episode. Grimy, grimy. Yeah, we're getting real into it. Grimy, grimy, grimy. I think Grime, grimy 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 you're right <laughs> yes you know better uh, than me <laughs> we went we did a blast from the past here got back to our roots and went back to our lettering system for one episode only <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's a one and done but first and foremost flora how's your week going it's good it's the same shit different day you know oh absolutely i did however tell a story just briefly vaguely sort of um and i will just vaguely again touch base on it here mm-hmm. have you ever just seen something with your eyes yes. and your brain is like that's what that is and then you pick it up with your bare ass hand and hold it up into the sky and like say something so that everyone in the room looks at you and then you realize with your brain and your eyes that what you're holding is not what you thought you were picking up yeah because i did that this week with an Animal item that I okay, regret. but with the craziest shit, <laughs> with the actual craziest thing that's ever happened to me in my whole ass life. When I you sent me, I was like, "Wow!" And then I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> when you sent me this entire text thread, I stopped what I was doing and I screamed. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" It's probably the most outrageous thing. Uh, my coworker said that he had never seen my face like drop, and like he just wishes <laughs> that there was just like a just a video clip of just like my face and the realization of like what I was holding in my bare hand um dawning on me. So not really gonna go into too many details because oh my god of your business. Fucking tantalize but, their taste buds. But just yeah, just like picture something awful uh that you didn't know was awful until you picked it up with your bare hand and then you're just like mm. I I can hear our listeners' imaginations like running wild. What could it be? Could it be gears are turning shit could it be an organ could it be a dead baby could it be a human skull could it be a stuffed pikachu could it be a dildo i don't know i do know because i touched it with my bare hand but you don't (laughs) bummer um so anyways drinking a cold beer also fun fact i know i talked mad shit about this um crazy beer with a little pop tab you know like the little you did yeah little little twist off yeah yesterday i was like cruising on my day off hadn't had any water bought some lemons from the store get me some lemon water it was just like chugging lemon water i was so refreshed yes and then i was like i'm gonna drink a beer you know i popped that bad boy open took a sip was like no i want more lemon water put that top back on put it back in the fridge drinking (laughs) it right now hell yeah (laughs) wow dude wow that exact scenario hell yeah well, comes in handy. I'm here for the glow up. I'm like team aluminum bottle now, you know, if that's even what this is. You've joined the jabroni rank. Well, here's the thing. Wait, I'm having a... Oh? Where are my sharks? This is a million dollar idea. <laughs> a wine stopper, uh-huh. but for a beer bottle. Okay. Is that a thing? I think you can probably just use a wine stopper. No, 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 no. They're different sizes, for sure. They're different sizes. Okay, but it probably will still work, because they're, like, kind of tapered, you know? 
You know, your parents gave me a wine bottle stopper. And your mom gave me one. (laughs) She actually gave me two. What a gift our parents are. Our parents know each other's interests very well. They do. Our parents have never met. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I was thinking about that just the other day. Like, as much as you and I fuck around, like, they don't, they know of each other. Their powers have never been combined. My parents do that thing where they're like, tell her parents that we said hi. And I was like, you yeah, guys have never spoken in your entire lives. But yeah, I'll pass along the message. <laughs> I feel like my parents are going to like drive by your parents, though. Probably. At some point. Like ships passing in the night. Fuck. Fuck. What if they have met? Oh my god, what if they're like secret enemies? <laughs> what if they're texting right now about us? Yeah, they're like... I hate my daughter. And they're like, God, me too. <laughs> me fucking too. Did you hear what this bitch said today? God. <laughs> Can you believe? And they're like, yeah, we're dealing with it too. You're like, we got her a wine bottle stopper to close up that trap of hers. <laughs> she thought it was for <laughs> wine bottles. that in her pie hole. See how well that went. Ah, uh, beans. Yeah, well, it happens. Um, enough about me. <laughs> That was was your week. Take fucking three. Fwana? Okay. My week. God. What a hell of a week it's been. I had- What a hell of a week. God, I was just filling you in on this thing. It's been a hell week. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. It's not been great, guys. Lately, it's been bad. But you know what's good is good friends, good food, good company. And there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Always light at the end of the tunnel. And there's Whether always a wonderful, beautiful Jesus or... Discord full of nice patrons to turn to. Yeah, and like good memes. So many good memes. You guys don't even realize I've been downloading a lot of those. Even if I'm like MIA I and save I'm them for later. Like weeping, I'm just like, that's a good meme. <laughs> <laughs> that's it i need to say i know that. i'm sad but up. i can still appreciate this meme absolutely i know a good meme when i see one but um no it's been bad but the good news is uh there's light at the end of the tunnel that gonna last forever and yeah i'm doing one of my favorite things which is talking to my best friend and all of you so yeah just think about it we're like at this point we're probably like middle-aged like we're probably halfway there with the way that like the globe like global climate change and just like political climate global climate my depression climate yeah like we're halfway there baby we can keep going yeah that i got 30 more years in me and then i'm gonna fucking shit the bed (laughs) that's not very much peace out clowns you thought i'd be here i'll be lucky i'll be lucky if i get 30 um when that happens, just pitch Flora and I or, into a trash can. Or unlucky, actually, I guess, <laughs> with the way it's going. True. That'd be kind of miserable if there's more than 30 of those. But. True. But you know what? It's going to be the easier <sighs> half because then there's less to care about. Like, well, I'm already... it's all downhill, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, like, I already yeah. went through puberty and I'm, I'm already jaded, so. Right. Now I just get to ride the wave. <laughs> I could almost... I mean, knock on wood, I could almost not be poorer. So it's like, it can't get much worse, you know, you feel? I, oh, oh, absolutely. <sighs> oh, I feel. I feel. But feel the good it. news is we've got some good shout outs coming oh up Oh my here. God, no, wait. You know the other thing I did today, just like showing my age, I took a heavy sigh and I felt a sharp pain in my back and I hurt my back with my deep <laughs> sigh. Yes. Must have been a deep sigh. 
And now, like, it hurts. I can't take a deep breath because there's, like, an <gasps> agonizing sharp pain oh, in my back. Oh, no, dude, that hurts. You probably yeah. got, like, a spasm or something, huh? Yeah, I fucked up my old, my old lady back for needs, sure. Needs someone to come beat that out of you. Just recently, I'll I was... make my cat walk on me. He weighs a lot. That's a good idea. He's got those little, like, kitty paws. He's just gonna put, like, pressure points. <laughs> just, like, jab his beans in me. Um, yeah, just, uh, just the other day, I was uh, doing something, and I, like stretched my arms back behind me and i felt my like sternum pop and now every so often my sternum pops and i'm like that's probably not good your sternum yeah you know like if you like stretch like you take a deep breath sometimes when i, I do can't. that oh i <laughs> I'm so sorry. i can't right now i'm trying to picture this but i can't recreate it so. I'm so fucking sorry how insensitive. Um, but just imagine what that must be like. And then, like, Damn, when I do, I when you, like, me. stretch, like, your 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 rib cage, like, yeah. every so often my sternum will pop. And now if, if, now if it doesn't pop, then it gets really sore. <laughs> Something's We're wrong. We're dying inside. Rotting from the inside out. Dude, something's wrong. If anyone knows a good doctor, let us know. Because fuck. It might not be wrong, but shit ain't right. <laughs> so fucking true. You know what? We're just fast-tracking our way into the grave, so. It is what it is. Um, it is what it is. Yeah, but shout-outs, shout like outs. you were saying. Yes, let's we talk have about three, the great things. three brand new infantile baby sweet children in oh. our Grime Gang tier. Oh. Like, let's talk babies. about Kiss, kiss, kiss. Let's talk about what kind of strange middle-aged... Uh, completely avoidable injury maybe they have this week. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Let's start with Clay H. Clay H sounds like maybe he turned his head too fast, backing up out of a parking spot, and now Fuck. he can't, now he can't turn to the left. Now, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all been there. Uh-huh. How about Ryan K? I think Ryan K probably look down one day and saw a big ass fucking bruise all over his knee and doesn't have any idea how I got there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then last but not least, Blake H. Didn't we just do that? I don't know, did we? What was the first one? Not that. Oh. Wow. Okay, well maybe my injury is that I have the memory of a goldfish. Um <laughs> I think Blake H. probably just had that thing that you had this last year when we both had allergies and you stopped hearing out of your left ear. Oh, yeah. The first one's name was fucking Clay. So Clay Clay H. and Blake H. Gosh. The last names are totally different. I just can't tell you what they are. (laughs) Okay, I will take you at your word. Um, Enjoy your maladies, guys. Join the fucking club. Welcome to it. Welcome to hell. We are happy to have you. We also have, uh, we received a really amazing postcard from a listener. Yes. Okay, so our intern sent us photos, and let me just say that the description that we got was not what I was expecting, because they were like, hey, you've got mail. And then they sent us the pictures of it, and we're both like, oh, that's amazing. But then they're like, hey, it's made of wood. Hey, this is a plank of wood that got sent to you in the (laughs) mail. And we're like, wait, what? (laughs) Hey, here's the thing. This person sent wood. This person sent us like a plank of wood, and it's. A I understand that postcard. paper is wood, but this is a chunk of wood. This has a thickness. <laughs> it's got the thickness. I'm down with the thickness. It Incredible is a postcard made from a plank of wood, and it's beautiful. But 
this person didn't sign their name. It's fucking who, anonymous. Who are you from? Who sent this amazing plank of wood postcard? We who are know. you? We, it was so nice. It had the nicest message. We love you message, and appreciate And the you. art on it Isn't was it beautiful. Isn't it an aquarium or something on it? I can't remember. Yeah, it's got a big shark. It's gorgeous. Yeah, but doesn't it say what Yeah, aquarium? it says the National Aquarium. National. Where the mm-hmm. fuck is that? Uh, DC or some shit? DC? That's what I would think. Uh, but anyways, it's gorgeous and we super appreciate it if you guys ever want to send us fan mail uh we have our it's in box. baltimore <laughs> <laughs> baltimore maryland right next to that dc it us the patriots oh um, beautiful aquarium it's got a very unique shape oh it's, it's sharp fun. looking it's got a sharp point i like that i like a good sharp point let's Same. get to the point uh, uh if you guys ever want to send us fan mail though uh, check out our website, keeperchatpodcast.com, and we have our information for our PO boxes, and you can send us all kinds of things. But just remember, it goes through our interns, so don't send us anything weird, because then they're going to be like, I got something weird. <laughs> We're going to be yeah. like, oh, damn it, I'm sorry. And Dweeb sent beautiful, amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then intern Fast Track delivered, overnight shipped me something I had to have, um, which is a Dweeb original drawings of you and i as slugs in Mm -hmm. front of the beautiful portrait of charles darwin and on the back it says i think i can't remember now but i think it says family portrait yeah it was so good you guys already framed it so talented (laughs) it's on my podcast wall with my weird uh pictures that i have fuck yeah uh yeah Uh, flora sent me a photo of it all framed and up on the wall and i was like i shed like a tear it was so heartwarming you guys are incredible so good we're Um, so lucky to have you what did we do to deserve this nothing nothing i don't know what you guys have done (laughs) you shouldn't have done this (laughs) but any who are you can you hear my cat no like chomping okay she's chomping on some dry food so it's like you know what though i think it's gonna be like that other episode where your cat was like screaming into the microphone and i was like oh i can't hear anything and then i go to edit it and it's like cat city screaming yeah 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 Yeah. are you ready to talk about our animal of the week i am already this week we did our poll with our patrons and we had the focus around the letter g so we had some really good options it was very close call it honestly got quite heated i think that was the most engagement we've had in a poll in a while so really i didn't even look at it (laughs) excellent (laughs) flora cares I get and the notifications, but I wasn't comprehending them. I got Something the notifications, about but I just, like, didn't ever look at it at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just get a lot them. of notifications Completely. in my life right now. No, I totally feel you. Um, but anyways, so the animal we're talking about this week is the gorilla. Eee! And this one is very exciting because I love gorillas, and I have or maybe currently do work with them. Who knows? I don't know. You don't know. I fucking, I do. Or <laughs> The proverbial you, the rest of you don't know. But here's the thing. Yes. They're okay. Oh. <laughs> do you care to elaborate? No, I just like, sometimes they're okay and sometimes they're not. Oh, absolutely. And like, as far as apes go, in my book, a gorilla is okay. Sure. What's... Like it could be worse. Yeah. Could be better. What's on your ape scale? I don't, worse I can't and better. Think of what's... Yeah, I can't think of anything 
right now. Um, better, I guess, would be like a gib. Yeah, gibbons are excellent. Worse would be definitely like chimps and bonobos because sure. they're just disgusting. <laughs> Someone out there is like, no, I love them. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but no, apes in general, saying. this isn't my bag, so this is going to be very interesting. I'm going to learn things, I'm sure. Yes, this is going to be the exact polar opposite of last week. <laughs> yes. Where you were just, like, enlightening me with bird mouth. And now I'm going to shit into your mouth. I cannot wait. It's going to be very good. But I Two get what girls, you're saying. one podcast. Big yuck. But <laughs> not wrong. So I get what you're saying, though. Uh, yeah. I was never a person... Growing up, I was never that, like, girl in school who was like, I love gorillas. I want to be Diane Fossey. Da, da, da. I Is there a girl like, in school that does that? Is there, like, the horse girl and then there's, like, the gorilla girl? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, a lot of them, I think, go into this industry. And so I end up working with a lot of them. And they're excellent people. <laughs> they make very dedicated keepers. However, I was not one of them. Gotcha. And, like, I, I don't know. I was always just like, oh, they seem, like, okay and kind of gross. But I had the opportunity to work with them. And that's when, and Flora and I have talked about this before, that's sometimes when you find the things that you truly love. Is you yeah. see this weird animal and you vibe with them immediately. And gorillas yes. were that way with me. So they are, what are they? Great apes, right? So we have our big. Yeah, they're really big. They're just capital B, I, G. They're fucking big. They're the like largest the biggest... primates oh. on the planet. That's what I was just going to say. I know you're a little gorilla. I expert. did know what I'm an expert. I knew one thing. Knew one thing. It's so big. They're one of the five species of great apes. Uh, okay. Do you know the others? <gasps> no. There's okay. gorillas. Yeah. Gr- and orangutans. Yes. And ooh, I'm lost already. It's got to be big though, huh? What makes yeah. it great? It means it's not lesser. So my gibbs, I think, are lesser. The gibbs are lesser, yeah. They're not part of the great apes. But some kind of, like, mandrel. Is it big? Mm-mm. Bonobos and chimps? Yeah. There's one more. And, and, what else is big and ugly and throws shit? Look in the fucking Humans. mirror, bitch. <laughs> yes. I was like, it's on the tip of her tongue. Oh uh, my god. It's was... humans. We're part of it too. I know we're someone out there is going to be like, no, God said we're not. But get we're over not it. this podcast. We're not saying that. <laughs> Darwin said that we are. So yeah, we're part of that as well. Those five like great apes are the humans, chimpanzees, bonobos, gorillas, and orangutans. Uh, gorillas are the largest by far uh, of any primate in the entire world, and they're, of course, the largest of the great apes, too. So let's get into that scientific classification here. We are in class mammalia, and we're in order primates. So then there's a lot of fucking primates. We're not going to get into that because that's boring. But we are in the family hominidae, which is yeah. obviously what humans are part of. Yeah. And then we're the genus gorilla. Yes. So the species is gorilla gorilla (laughs) gorilla gorilla it's pretty exciting but there's also another one just depending on like subspecies and stuff but the most famous is like gorilla gorilla people always know about that it's very cool it's a very fun fact they're one of the few ones where they actually have the exact same name as their scientific name yeah which is fun gorillas are found in africa and i also have a fun fact because when zoo tycoon came out 
they had like all these like PR photos, mm-hmm. and like one of the ones was like the picture of the gorilla habitat, and then like on the sign they have like little signs outside. It said gorilla gorilla, it said gorilla, and then under it gorilla gorilla, <laughs> and so people were like, oh my god, like the signs aren't even detailed, and then like all of the like animal people were like, you fucking moron, it's so detailed, that's exactly what it is, <laughs> like going off, but like some people thought it was just like an insert, right? Like it was just saying like yeah. random words on the sign. When, like, the devs were like, hey, motherfucker, we've got facts on the signs <laughs> in the game. Listen up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of those it rare seems ones. fake. It's really cool. It does seem fake, but it's actually true. Yay. They're found in sub-Saharan Africa. And cool. they're typically found in that, like, kind of central strip of Africa. Uh, there are four different subspecies that's kind of, like... Those are kind of the ones that everyone settles on are, like, the mountain gorillas, which are the really yeah, big fluffy ones. Yeah, that, That's what, like, uh, if anyone follows the news, that's what, like, Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi are, yes. like, contributing to with the Ellen Fund through the Diane Fossey Fund. Is, yeah. Those are the mountain gorillas, the big fluffy ones. And then there are the Cross River gorillas. And then there are also the Western Lowland gorillas and the Eastern Lowland gorillas. Okay. Uh, so as the name implies, all of those kind of just depend on, like, where they're found in Africa, but they're all kind of clustered in that, like, center region, kind of the, close to, like, the equator line. So they are, like, a well, very like hot, humid, jungle. tropical Yeah, yeah they totally. live in the trees and shit. Uh, so, the, yeah, it, they're, they're, like, area that they live in can differ a little bit, and of course, that's where you get your different subspecies. The only gorillas that you'll ever see in zoos, though, are the western lowland gorillas, uh, and that's for a number of reasons, but mainly they have the highest population, and they were also the population that were drawn from years ago when animals like gorillas were brought into zoos. So that's I want a mountain gorilla though. I know they're so poof. Those things are huge though. Good God. Uh, but they, yeah, they're kind of across that area. This is actually a fun fact. I think I mentioned like several episodes ago. I was doing a keeper talk once, and I. Someone asked me, like, where gorillas are found, and I had a fucking brain fart, and I said, the Dominican Republic of Congo. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, it's actually the Democratic Republic of Congo. Yes. And that was really fucking fun. We've but all been there. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of in those central West African areas, so they're in that area, they're on the border with Rwanda, they can be close to, like, Nigeria and Cameroon, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so the the gorillas themselves, like I said, are the largest primates on the planet. How big are they? Do you have a guess? Very big. Yeah. Do you want to put it in? Let's see. Let's, let's do pounds. Bus. Oh fuck. Do some, uh, some, not school buses. Guess. <laughs> okay, so I want to say he like five hundred. Yeah, that's pretty good. Fuck that's pretty yeah. Good. yeah. So yeah, there's. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of discrepancies based on, like, your subspecies and stuff. The mountain gorillas are, like, massive. But as far as, like, the ones found in zoos, on average, the adult males, which are the largest, are between, like, 350 to, like, 450 pounds. Yes! On average. Uh, Which is nothing to scoff at. That's fucking massive. And they're, like, all beefcake. Like, they're all muscle. So it's all just, like, It's not just, like fat flab that's muscle and muscle weighs more than fat <laughs> yeah <laughs> they have like negative one percent body fat 
it's all muscle baby uh yeah they're like truly just big old beef boys out there doing their beef thing so one thing that i know someone out there is listening and they're like you mentioned those four subspecies but you didn't talk anything about the silverback gorillas okay let's get into it listen up you motherfucker (laughs) you stupid stupid head so silverback is not actually a species of gorilla it's a classification term and it's used to describe adult male gorillas that's it so regardless of what subspecies of gorilla you're looking at if it's a mature male and they've gone through that like maturity process they are considered a silverback and the All reason of them. every single one not even reason, just like the patriarch or what the fuck ever right like yeah, no. all of them eventually will be a silverback <laughs> is that the alpha <laughs> we're going to get <laughs> yes. to that God but yeah it. no none of that you can have silverbacks that aren't in charge it's yeah. just a term to let you know that it's a mature male gorilla because he's got a silver fucking back that's all yeah dude it's like literally, quit. it's not that complicated it ain't that deep <laughs> it ain't that fucking deep man you look at that bad boy he's silver and you're like that's silver back <laughs> but that's pretty much it so and like i'll kind of talk about that a little bit later like those characteristics but silverbacks are unique because they're the only ones that look that way so like you're gonna have an easy time telling them apart yeah um, but that's the reason that they're classified that way so anyways um, the have you seen that meme when we were just talking about how jacked they are? Have you seen that meme that's like, gorillas don't even work out? <laughs> yes. So we wouldn't even like, see what at, like, peak performance. Like a gorilla, like, bodybuilder. <laughs> yes. Like, that would be fucking insane. Mm-hmm. They'd probably take over the world. And by take over the world, I mean kill us, like Planet of the Apes. See, but, okay. Because so- that's them with guns, which is, like, less. Yeah. I feel like guns are less scary than them just being buff. <laughs> true. because that they're gonna knock me out to death i'd rather just get shot i think <laughs> honestly, honestly they're just gonna like punch your head off your body yeah but i think in the case of gorillas like they're definitely not the masterminds here they're, they are like the brute force they are the yes. muscle they're the ones like carrying out the orders uh and it's really funny i think a common misconception that we see all the time is that People think gorillas are, like, these super aggressive animals, and they're, like, no. really mean, and, you know, whatever. There's a lot of misconceptions out there, but they're honestly big fucking scaredy cats, especially the silverbacks. So, I'll get into all of that in a little bit, but let's go, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about um, what they eat, like, their social structure, that kind of stuff. So, generally speaking, gorillas are herbivores, so mm-hmm. on that vegetarian lifestyle. That's how it goes on that bod. Yeah, they've got, they're on that plant-based diet, baby. Hell yeah. (laughs) Plant-based protein. But they, for the most part, are what's known as folivores, which is just Hell yeah, eat that leaf. Yeah, they're eating, like, greens. They're eating all those, like, grasses and leaves and, like, bark and whatever in their habitat. And they eat a lot of it every day. So they're kind of constantly foraging, which is, like, looking around for food. And they're constantly, like, browsing and eating all of that foliage. So they have a lot of adaptations to allow them to do that. And one of those are their big fucking canines. They're so this insane. is usually a big f- point of contention. People see those and they're like, oh, I read once that a tiger uses those to eat meat. Canines are used to tear up meat. Gorillas have like canines. why he got that. Yeah. So he eat meat. No, he doesn't eat meat. Uh, on the off chance that there's, like, not that much food available or they come across like a plentiful source of like termites or ants or something yeah they might chow down who wouldn't 
I certainly have. But they, <laughs> uh, for the most part, though, they're going to stick to that, like, foliage. It's just what works in their body best. And the reason that they have those canines is to be able to crack into that. So, yeah, because do a little... here's... Go ahead. Here's just, like, a fun thought from the flora side. Their fucking teeth are terrifying. <laughs> That's the scariest <laughs> mouth I've ever seen. It's a monster mouth. It's a big, scary mouth. It's Their like, canines are outrageous. They're unnecessarily big. On, like, that big, scary body. Yeah. So it's, like, no wonder so much of their communication is, like, physical body language and, like, mm-hmm. mouth stuff. Just because mouth that stuff. would, like, intimidate the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and that's that's one of the things, too. So they're to give you a perspective, their canines are about two inches long. They obviously have, like, top and bottom. Insane. And... Two uh, inches too long. It's pretty fucking long. And then, of course, they have, like, their normal incisors like we do. Uh, with the exception of their canines, everything else kind of looks like human teeth. Like, they've got their molars yeah. in the back and whatever. But those canines are fucking huge. So they're used to cut through all that foliage. Like, take a go for a mental leap with me here and think about a hunk of bamboo and try to bite yeah. that with your teeth. You're going to chip all your teeth out. Yeah. Gorillas can just, like, chomp through that lickety-split. Crack in half. Yeah, so it's, like, super valuable for them as they're, like, eating all that, like, tough foliage every day. But the teeth, as Flora said, are super valuable in the sense that, like, if you want another gorilla to back the fuck up, you're going to whip them teeth out and be like, yeah. yo, bitch, back the fuck up. Uh, so they're super handy in defense as well. I would definitely, I mean, just like in general, I definitely shit my pants if I was like ended up in a room with a gorilla. But if it yeah. opened its mouth, I think I would shit my pants and die immediately from fear. Yeah. It's so intimidating and scary. They're, because well, also they're their so tongues big. are like black and some of them have like black teeth and like black mouths and that looks scary because it looks like they're like... A horror movie mouth? I don't know. Yeah. Well, none of the ones I've ever worked with had that, but... Well, this fucked up one on the internet's got that. (laughs) (laughs) It's freaking me out. Like I said, their mouths are pretty much like a human mouth, with the exception of those big fucking canines. Well, I'm gonna send you this one. It's freaking me out. (laughs) Stop looking at him. (laughs) But they eat... So they eat that roughage, they eat that foliage, and they are one of the most social great apes. So, like, mm. humans, chimpanzees, and bonobos, of course, are, like, super social. Orangutans are a lot more solitary. But gorillas, similar to how, like, chimps and bonobos live in big groups, they live in those troops as well. Mm. And they have kind of two main versions of that. So one of them is your traditional, like, family-style group is what I call it, where you have, like, your adults and then you have your kids, and they all kind of live together and take care of each other. With gorillas, it's interesting because this is, again, where we get that stupid fucking question all the time. And I realize it's, like, good intentions behind it. But it's like, is that one the alpha? Hey, that one over there, he looks like the alpha. Is he the alpha? No, shut the fuck up. But, yeah, kinda. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, with family groups, you have, uh, you only ever have one silverback. So, remember, that's the adult male who's, like, Mm -hmm. gone through maturity. So, you only ever have one of him in a family group. And he lives there with, like, several females, several adult females. So he's kind of in, like, a harem situation where he's got several girls that he can, like, flirt and do whatever he needs to with. Uh, And his job is basically to, like, lead and protect that group. So he's always on watch. And he's, like, 
leading the group through the forest. He's finding them food. He's finding them safe nesting and shelter. Like, he's making sure that all the members are accounted for. And he's protecting them from everything going on around them. But Mm -hmm. he's also there to intervene if there's, like, disagreements, like with your cats. (laughs) He would, like, come in. He would biff them Mm -hmm. apart from each other. And then he'd, like, chill and take a nap. I need that here in this space. He is the law and order. So he's got a lot of responsibility on his shoulders. And, of course, he, like, fathers all the offspring. So he helps do all of this and keep everyone safe. The girls live, the adult girls, like, obviously, like, breed and, like, hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, to breed with him and hang out with each other. I mean, and they then can do whatever they want. That's fine. They honestly can just fucking live. And they do. But then, so then what they give dream. birth to the offspring. And for the most part, the males don't really have too much of a role in that, like, fathering is more of just making sure that they stay alive and making sure the moms stay alive. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. The moms kind of handle everything else. But because they do live in, like, a group society like that, there's a lot of, like, co-parenting that goes on with the other mothers, with the other juveniles. It's a whole thing. Um, but it's pretty cool. You know, it's, like, a really close-knit group. And family groups tend to, like, they travel together, they sleep together, they eat together. It's all, It's all together. And that social bond is something that... I think draws a lot of people to gorillas is that like really intense family bond. Right. Um, so the other type of group that you have are bachelor groups and these are not found as often, but they are found both in zoos and in the wild. And they're just like the name it sounds right. It's like all boys. So a bachelor group is kind of nature's answer to what to do with that, like, mixed ratio of males and females in a family group. So if you remember, you only have that, like, one silverback and then several females that live with him, and that kind of always happens. And so what ends up happening in the wild is you have extra boys, just fucking boys clubs standing around with their dicks <laughs> in their hands. Don't even know what to do with themselves. <laughs> yeah. And, like, what are they going to do but either be alone or hang out with each other? So they choose to <laughs> hang out with each other. <laughs> I guess we'll just, like, suck our own dicks or something. Yeah. And honestly, it makes sense, though, right? Because, like, gorillas are such social animals that they have to seek out other gorillas. Like, that's part of their social welfare is mm. to be around their own species. So yeah. it's it's an interesting adaptation in that they're able to kind of form these, like, all-male groups. And they can be pretty short-lived depending on the area they live in and how uh, prevalent like females are like if they have a high chance of finding a group and starting their own family they'll probably break apart pretty quick but if they're in a place where there's already like several groups and like those silverbacks are not backing down anytime soon then those boys might be together for a while but it's a really great opportunity for the boys um to like hang out learn from one another keep each other safe in that same manner but also, like, learn how best to grow up and be a big, like, impressive silverback and hopefully start their own group one day. Uh, as far as communication goes, they communicate a lot of the ways that we do. But, of course, Flora was, like, the most famous one. Sign language. No, fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> My eye is, like, twitching. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? <laughs> They're all born with uh, being fluent in sign language, and I'm that's actually myself where that's actually the where trash. the humans we learned it from the apes. I'm shutting down the podcast. <laughs> they can this speak in wingdings. <laughs> 
That's um, actually what it is. No, they they talk. They let their body talk. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like a Zayn Malik song or something? I was just like, thinking. Oh no! Body well, talk. When I was saying it, I was like, "Wait, I should sing that." And then I was like, "I don't know how." It <laughs> I don't goes. know how. <laughs> yeah, that I also like... texted you a photo just like for whenever. Like that's oh, not fuck. pressing. It's oh, not fuck. even like what I was saying. I was gonna say to you it's something else horrific. <laughs> Yeah, because that's like a bad cartoon. I don't know why you did that. It's mouth. It's a bad mask. I don't like Look it. Look at how the man inside just like saved me. He looks like it's like the movie Saw and he's actually inside that suit and he's trapped in there and he's yeah. asking and begging for help. Doesn't look like he has eyelids. Actually, whenever we do our first live show, that's what I'm going to wear. Oh, this is cool. horrible. No, I actually have a better one. Um, <laughs> okay, excellent. <laughs> I will send you the better one. Okay, better very one. good. But, uh, yeah, how do they talk? What do they with do? their bodies. They talk Posturing. with their bodies. They talk through Zayn Malik, and he sings they it flex. in a top 40 hit. It, it's like bodybuilders, like, flexing, you know? Oh, yeah, so they lube each other up, they get some Ooh, really oh, good lighting, tans, and then they just do some, tan. like, slow, controlled flexing. Yes. And everyone loves it. Honestly, you're not that far off. So they're... Main method of communication is nonverbal, uh, so that does not mean sign language, but it does mean basically all the shit that <laughs> we do, just, like, ramped up times 100. Yeah. Um, they do vocalize with one another. They have, like, 20 or so vocalizations that all, like, mean different things, and they can be really vocal with one another as well as, like, their caregivers in zoos. But for the most part, a lot of their communication is going to be that nonverbal stuff. So things like facial expressions or, like, gesturing or, like, the main one for gorillas in particular is what's called body posturing. Yes. Uh, for them, they're doing this. And like you said earlier, like, with their teeth and, like, their big, impressive, like, muscly bodies, they're doing this to, like, intimidate one another and, like, mm-hmm. kind of literally, like, flex. Like, they're really, yeah. like, trying to, like, show off and, like, show each other who's boss. And a lot of times for gorillas, the reason that they do this is to display their dominance. So in the case of, like, a both, like, a family group and a bachelor group, there's always a dominant gorilla. That's the case in all primate troops, is there's always someone who's in charge. And a lot of times, if you're the one in charge, you get a lot of good perks. Like, you get to breed first, you get to eat all the best food, you get, like, wow. everyone grooms you. Like, it's, Ooh. like, the fucking bee's knees. That's a good place to to be it's a good one to be exactly you want to be at the top of the totem pole top of the pecking order and you can just like do whatever the fuck you want hell yeah so it pays to be dominant so a lot of a lot of this is like basically everyone's showing off trying to like vie for that top spot so the mm-hmm. way that they do that is to in the case of gorillas is to make themselves look as big and loud and impressive as possible right and so that's where this like these dominance displays come in is these gorillas will do these big massive things to make their bodies look huge and so one thing that they'll do is they might like run by and like slap the other one on the back or like hit a rock or a bush or something Uh, another thing is that they'll kind of because they kind of like walk on all fours most of the time um they'll like puff their arms and their chest out and they'll kind of like purse their lips so not like a kissy face but more like inward where you, like, put air between your, like, gums and your mouth, if that makes sense. And you kind of, like, purse your lips. Um, Ooh, and try, they, like... <laughs> I know. I know. I can, like, hear you through the phone. Hear like... my wet mouth noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And then they'll, like, side-eye each other and kind of just, like, look at each other out of the corner of their eye. And so a lot of that is just, like, strutting around that way. And then, of course, the biggest and most notable one is when they do their chest beat. So that, again, is to make themselves look, like, huge and loud. And, like, if you have a really big, impressive chest beat, the odds are that you're going to intimidate that gorilla sitting in front of you and they're not going to want to fucking mess with you. Yeah. So it's it's a really important way of, like determining dominance but it's also a really important aspect of their like social needs because they are such a social animal and because they don't ever want to be on their own mm-hmm. they always have to be around other gorillas mm-hmm. and doing these types of things honestly allows them to avoid any like physical fights and right. that's i think where like those misconceptions come in is like people see a gorilla do a chest beat and it's this big like it looks like a really Scary aggressive thing, thing. But it's actually just them trying to avoid getting into a physical fight with the one in front of them. Yeah. So, like, if Laura and I are having a dispute and she looks like she's, like, ready to, like, hit me in the fucking face. Like, I pull out, like, a fucking (laughs) butcher blade from my pants and just, like, start waving a blade in the air. (laughs) And you're like, fuck, crazy bitch has got a blade. Yeah. And then I pull out a baseball bat and I start smashing lamps. He's going to be like, well, hang on. Maybe I, maybe I should tuck this blade away. Hold up, maybe, hold up. Maybe we don't need to escalate this. And so, like, my whole strategy here is to, like, falsely intimidate her so that she doesn't want to fuck with me, even though it's I'm terrified. It's, like, bluffing <laughs> to some yeah. extent. It's total bluffing, absolutely. And so a but lot of that is what they do all the time to, like, keep the peace. One of the things that's, like, interesting and, in, like, watching them, like, obviously, you hear this factoid and they're, like, body posturing and whatever. But, like, one thing I guess I didn't really understand is that it's, like, constant. Yeah. So, like, the silverback seems like he's always aware of, like, his body and his posture. Yes. And then even if he's not – but everybody else is, like, so hyper aware of him and what he's doing. So, yes. like, just seeing them move around was, like, interesting to me in that – the amount of space they give this man to live that they're like, he's <laughs> like going to fuck my whole day up. <laughs> like, I'm going to be 800 miles away from him at all times. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so interesting that it's not just in some situations he's the boss or, you know, and mm-hmm. there's like there's times where they're relaxed. Like they're like the people who are at the bottom of the totem pole are like always aware that they're at the bottom and are like mm-hmm. constantly doing like submissive and like. They're always looking over their shoulders. Yes, yes. Or just, like, doing something they know they're not supposed to and then, like, fucking hightailing it. Like, (laughs) it's just, it's constant. It seems exhausting. Like, being Big Papa has got to be just, like, the gig. But it's also, like, if you think about it, he's on top. And, like, everyone's vying for his spot. All the time. So he's also in that same boat. And a lot of that comes down to, like, personality too is like how that silverback handles his group how he handles that stress like whatever and some of them are great at it like like i said their job is to protect their family and to protect their group that doesn't mean they do it all the time (laughs) (laughs) and that doesn't mean that that family can't just like kick him out and get a new one like they do have a certain amount of choice there too and especially in the case of like 
when you do have a family group, a lot of times other silverbacks are coming in trying to vie for his position. So there's like displays that are happening there and like maybe he's dethroned, maybe he's not, like whatever. And so that kind of thing can happen too. And sometimes that female unit, if they don't have a silverback or if they choose to leave, will just like jet and they're like, bye, we're going. Um, So there's a lot of choice involved with it too. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like, Everyone is always paying attention to everyone else, even if it doesn't look like it. Like, one thing that we always see that's interesting is that even those individuals in a group that are just, like, the most chill, most relaxed, maybe they're, like, pass the fuck out 50 feet away, or they're just, like, diddling each other in the grass (laughs) one afternoon, whatever. Like, the moment the silverback, like, looks at something, they're, like, on it, and they're with him. And they're like, okay, yeah, it's time to go. Like, it's just they're constantly having those, like, feedback with each other. And it's something that we, as humans, like, don't even pick up on. Yeah. So it's super interesting in that regard. And then another big part of it is that, so that chest beat is something that they do as part of their dominance displays. And obviously it's, like, super impressive. And it's what people think of all the time when they think of gorillas. Yeah. And unfortunately lends to that, like, misconception aggressive that they're aggressive. Nature, yeah. But they're not. Um, you know, they're just trying to, like, show each other who's boss. But the big thing about their chest beat is, like, it, it's really loud, too, right? It's, like, it makes that, like, popping sound, and everyone who hears it is like, whoa, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and one common thing that we always like to point out to people is that um, if you look at their hands when they're doing it, they have, like, an open cupped palm when they hit their chest. Yes. A lot of people think it's, like, a closed fist. We see kids do that all the time, which is super cute. They're all excited, but it's, like, but you grow wrong. the fuck up, you idiot. Like, <laughs> do you go to school Are you at here all? to learn or what? Um, yeah, so... Moron. It's actually those open cupped palms. To help with And it acoustics. makes sense, right? Like, if you have, like, two closed fists and you try to, like, clap your hands, that sounds like nothing. But if you have, like, two open cupped palms and you try to clap your hands, it's, like, way louder. So it's the same principle. I hear you doing. I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> I can learn. So it's that same principle, and that's the reason that they do it. Because when they hit the skin of their chest, it's going to make that cup like popping sound, and that Whoa. not only makes their display sound like really fucking dope, but it also lets gorillas know, like up to a mile away, that there's this like big bitch in town. Right. And maybe you want to like get the fuck out. So I mean, it it's also super helps- handy there. Like, I think one of the things, too, that helps is that their body is made of, like, metal. <laughs> like It also helps that they're, like, extremely buff. <laughs> is a washboard. <laughs> yes. Fucking insane. Exactly. So if I take this ladle and I beat it against this plank of wood, it's going to make a loud sound. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, but part of that display, too, is that the males can release this, like, pheromone. Ooh. That's super smelly. It smells Ooh. like a weird combination of, like intense bo onions and oranges is it like, worse just than like, like male giraffe i wouldn't say it's worse okay uh but it's very pungent like if they get excited about something or they're like stressed or they're going through a display anytime their like emotions are elevated they can like There's put out smell. this stuff and it'll just like knock your socks off like you get a gust of wind and it just like biffs the hat off your head you're like oh jesus uh it can be really smelly but that's them, man. They're, like, literally one big fucking muscle. So, of course, they're going to stink, like, B.O. Yeah. When they're excited. That's, like, the least surprising fact I can think of. <laughs> no, it's just like uh, a, They're just like us. They really are. They really are. So, they have a lot of, like, unique quirks and stuff like that. And 
You know, as we talk about with a lot of these animals, especially the ones that we work with, as their caregivers, we see their personalities every day. So we have more of those, like, connections and we're able to kind of see how um, each one of them is distinct and they all have, like, their Mm -hmm. own likes and dislikes and stuff. So the same thing goes uh, for all animals, but especially in the case of great apes. Because if you're thinking about it, it's the same thing as humans. Like, humans are so different from one another and the apes are the exact same way. Like, they all have different preferences, and they all do weird, dumb shit in their own weird, dumb way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's super entertaining to see, especially in zoos. And I think that's one of the reasons people find them so charismatic, is that, you know, they see a lot of themselves in them. Um, but obviously, there's a lot that's foreign, too, that's really cool to see. Um, beyond that... I'm trying to think of, like, the highlights. What are the things that... Because I could talk about gorillas for, like, five hours and no one wants to hear that. So a lot of the questions that we get come down to, like, what happens in different scenarios. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been doing a talk and someone's like, what would happen if a gorilla came in contact with a lion? (laughs) What would happen if a gorilla came in contact with a fucking shark and i'm like right can right. you not can you chill um can you fucking chill though um but the one thing that i do like to tell people is like a that doesn't really happen because mm-hmm. they're big fucking scaredy cats right and if you remember the whole reason they're doing these displays is because they want you to go away from them yeah <laughs> uh they're trying to scare you and luckily it works um but they're big fucking scaredy cats. They they get stressed by little things. And I think that that's something that people don't always consider is that I think that's in the case of all animals, though, right? Like if they lash out, it's probably because they don't want you there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like in the case of the gorillas, they just put it on a much bigger display. But that kind of thing doesn't really happen. But if they do need to defend themselves, obviously they have those big fucking canines. Mm -hmm. They're like one big taut muscle. They're like a greased up boy ready to go. And they're on average, honestly, and they're on average, like I think 10 times stronger than humans. I believe it. Like the, like a strong human male, they're like 10 times stronger. And we, whenever we say that, there's always some jabroni in the crowd that's like, oh, I bet I could take him. Like, okay. No. Like, there's, like, those things in the zoo where you, like, put your hand in the hand print of a gorilla. Yes. And, like, number one, my nickname was Baby Hands, so I got small hands. But still, (laughs) that fucking gorilla hand is, like, three times the size of my hand. They got monster hands. And, yeah, they have a number of cool things that are, like, unique to gorillas, too. So, like, chest beats are something that are pretty unique to gorillas. Uh, another thing is that their nose prints, they have kind of like heart-shaped noses. Yeah. And those are unique in the same way that a, like a human's fingerprint is unique. Nice. Um, those are different on every individual. Um, their hands are quite a bit different than ours in that they, they kind of have the same proportions, but like take your hand and beef it up times 50 and just like and it just becomes like, like long, sausage though, links right? <laughs> yeah. it's not so much long like it's like proportional to their size of their bodies but like their arms are so much longer than ours are and they have shorter legs yeah so their so hands like the are a lot bigger too so stretched yes yeah so the palm i would say let's see let's put this in school bus terms for sure definitely just the whole like, ass steering wheel <laughs> Yeah, pretty much like it's 
it's def it's at least the diameter of the trash can that the kids barf in at the front. Yes, <laughs> or the that holds the sawdust on That's the sawdust for us back. They've got big beefy hands. They're like really thick fingers and everything, and then they got those long arms. And, and then one they thing, have fingernails. They do, and all yeah, all the apes do. They got those fingernails, but it makes them so human. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got like those soulful like, eyes they, as well. They they're not like sharp claws or like a talon. Yeah. Bro, they homie got, got a fingernail. <laughs> it's just our hand. They got little toenails too. And like their hands look like our hands, but their feet also look like our hands. <laughs> so Do it's like they instead of like having all your toes, they've got a little like toe thumb. What are you saying? Do they chew their fingernails? Um, Some of them do, but it's not like we do. Or it's like I chew my fingernails for anxiety. <laughs> yes. They do if there's like something in their teeth or like whatever. Okay. Like it's purely functional. Yeah. But they do, um, one of the ha- reasons that their hands are so like thick is because they do what's called knuckle walking, which is right. also one of the reasons their body is shaped the way it is. And that's because when they're walking around, they're walking around on all fours, um, but their head has to remain up. And they also forage off the ground. They're terrestrial animals. They're uh-huh. not, like, they can climb, but they're going to be getting the majority of their stuff off the ground. Uh-huh. And so when they knuckle walk, they're able to, like, maintain that posture and keep an eye out on everything while also actively foraging. So, like, for me, even just putting my knuckles down right now is, like, that hurts. <laughs> but for them, <laughs> this hurts that's me. just, like, every day. And, yeah, it's just one of the adaptations that they have and... It's really interesting because it means that, like, the flat part of their fingers are just, like, fucking massive. Right. Uh, which is bonkers to me. So I want to talk a little bit, too, about, like, some physical characteristics. You can tell the difference. So the next time you go to your local zoo, you guys are going to be like, I'm a gorilla expert. I know that they're not aggressive animals. I know everything. I know that they don't make the sounds that chimp makes. So if I hear someone screaming chimp sounds at them, oh. I will backhand them. But I'm also going to be able to tell the difference between a silverback and anyone else. So first and foremost, the silverback is huge. He's going to be the biggest one. Uh, but he's also going to have silver fucking hair on his back. And his, like, booty cheeks sometimes too, huh? Oh, yeah. It goes from, like, the bottom of the neck all the way down to, like, the back of the knees. So it's hard to miss. Yeah. It's, it's just like going to be silver. booty cheeks. <laughs> It's going to be silver. Does it going to be fucking silver. His fucking melon gets big, huh? Yeah. So he, he's going to be a big buff boy. And what happens is he, uh, these boys, he when they hit cone head, they turn into cone heads. Yes. When they hit puberty, some fucked up shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <laughs> what a mood. So basically it's like, uh, it's kind of like similar to like our ages of puberty. It's like those early to middle teenage years. These young boys start off as, like, these long, lanky, skinny bitches. Uh-huh. And then... With, like, they pot bellies. Fucking... Yeah. And then they, like, sprout. And they start off with, like, dark brown or black hair kind of covering their whole body. And they're known as blackbacks for very obvious reasons. Like, the naming, the nomenclature for this is not Just smacks very in deep. the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty right out there. So they start off as that. And then when they're going through this phase... They, first off, put on a lot of weight, and that's where, like, the big fucking biceps and the beefcake comes out. So they're going to put on a lot of pounds and become this one big glistening muscle boy. Yeah. Then 
their heads are going to start to elongate. (laughs) Which is out the back of his head. (laughs) I honestly want to see, like, a time lapse and just be like, and see this fucking cone erupt because I'll scream. Yeah. It does. They get, like, a pointed cone shape to their head. And this is just the silverbacks, mind you. Uh, And it's, like, it's this, like, part of their forehead that essentially, like, stretches out. And it's the same part of their head where their jaw muscles attach. So it's, like, right along the top center of their forehead, which is different from where ours is. Our jaw jaw muscles go back to by our ears. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you chew your food, you probably feel your ears moving. Mm -hmm. Um, Gorillas, instead of doing that, it goes up past their ears and connects to the top of their head. So their jaw muscles stretch a lot farther than ours are, which is one of the reasons that they can bite through all that, like, really hard foliage super easy right but in the case of the silverbacks that spot where they connect also stretches and elongates giving them that pointed shape to their head and so it means that their jaw muscles are just like a fucking loaded ass spring (laughs) they're ready to go i think what really Um, happens is that like darwin waits for them to grow up and then when they're like coming of age he just like picks him up a little bit and like holds him in the air by the head and he's no. like, it's you. And then he sets him back down. And then that stretches that part out. I thought you were going to say, he, they're coming of age. Darwin looks down fondly upon them, places a little cone hat in their heads and says, <laughs> you're ready for school. No, he picks them up. He pinches them. And they, he dangles them for a minute. He's like, okay, it's time to grow up. <laughs> okay, you, puberty. You, you're a man now. Yeah. Just stretch him out a little bit. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um. But then, of course, like, the last thing is that they get that, like, silver hair in their back. Nice. And, and it they get, like, mean, all about the ladies. Like, it doesn't mean they're, like, d- dead. Like, it's not, like, old age like us, right? Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, when they – it's usually, like, middle to late teen years that they're going to be, like, fully transitioned into a silverback. Into, like, so they're gray like, boy. They're still young. Yeah, it's just – um, it's thought that the silver hair in their back serves as, like, a visual – beacon for the rest of the troop to follow them nice through like the tense jungle yeah like so, check out these shiny white cheeks Make like sure literally you... follow my like glistening ass through the jungle through the i will lead you sunset. to safety <laughs> <laughs> yes um but then of course the females are going to look different they're not going to have that same physique they're going to no. be a lot darker in color they, they don't have, have some like variations fucking pectorals but... like stabbing you in the eyes uh yeah, well, they're going to have titties. They got tits instead. They literally have, like, titties. But he has um, washboard abs, which is, like, so alarming. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then one cool thing that I learned uh, was that, like, the kids, up until the age of, I think, like, two to four years old, depending on individual, um, they'll have a little white, like, it looks like a bunny rabbit tuft on their butt, like, right Aww. at their butthole. And so the rest of them is black. And then they have this, like, white tuft of hair there. And what, like, one thing that I've heard is that it might act as another, like, visual beacon to the rest of the troop, and especially to the silverback, that, like, this one is still young and they're learning. So, like, maybe be a little bit more lenient if maybe they fuck up. Maybe don't put something in its butt. Well, that too. But also, like, don't punt them a mile away if they, like, right. eat your raspberry. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um... But yeah, don't put anything up its butt. Um, <laughs> let's talk about that, though. Let's talk about this reproduction. Let's because talk about putting shit up your butt. This is something that We're always happens. We're all thinking it. They're all doing it, though. <laughs> so 
one thing that like like without fail will happen especially whenever there's a school group regardless of the species of ape is they will like do something illicit like sexually illicit and these guys are no different so the obviously the silverbacks in a family group is going to be like breeding with the females and they get down and dirty exactly like humans do like it is very sensual. It can involve <laughs> no. multiple people. Well. Sometimes it will involve the staff because you have to sit there and watch it to make sure it was successful. And there's a whole, whole lot of that. So I it's don't exactly... think no fauna, no fauna. <laughs> Actually, you're tr- <laughs> that's not required. Uh, I think <laughs> you just do that for it's fucking just preferred. Fun- <laughs> <laughs> just doing that for funsies over there. Everyone else is like, you know, they said we could go to lunch. And I'm like, uh, just a little Actually, longer. Actually, I'll clock out, but, like, I'm just going to stay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and let me tell you, learning how to visually distinguish what a successful copulation looks like is the most disturbing thing in my life. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Here's the one thing about I know about gray apes. Yeah. Tiny peepees. Mm-hmm. Minuscule. Little tiny wieners. Micro um, Humans have the largest penis size to body ratio of all the great apes. And let me put this in perspective. Asterisk. I think some humans. <laughs> uh, lol. <laughs> so fucking true. Um, not my yeah, no one out there get on your high horse. Your wiener is not that impressive. I'm telling you right now. Um, but let me put things in perspective because we did talk about that gorillas can get to be like upwards of 500 pounds, right? Right. But they're not actually that tall. So they're not this, like, big King Kong thing that they're all thinking. Like, they top out, like, the silverbacks, the biggest ones, top out at around five feet tall. Five feet on their hind legs? Like, standing up, yes. Okay. Like, not that tall. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, like, five and a half feet, but I don't know if if he's still fucking coming at me, I'm still going to shit myself. Oh, absolutely. He's He's built like Danny DeVito. That's not going to fucking stop me (laughs) from being afraid. He's a wide man, and he's coming at you. <laughs> yes, you need to run. Um, but I like, yeah, they've got little tiny wieners, and uh, for them, it's there's a lot of like court vocalizing that happens. Like there is a certain amount of like female choice and female interest, but at the same time, it is a little bit non consensual sometimes, right? Uh, which isn't so great, but. One fun thing that happens a lot is there's a ton of sex play. So that includes, like, between varying ages. So, like, the kids will sex play with each other. Mm. A kid and an adult will sex play with each other. Two adults will sex play. Various combinations of different genders will sex play. Like, you can have multiples. You can have one on their own. You can have any combination in between. Oh, my God. Uh, You can have them 69ing out in the yard and having to do a keeper talk and be like, yep. That's what's going on. You can have a whole lot. You can have two of your bachelors blowing each other out in the yard. <laughs> Simultaneously. <laughs> yep. And then have to explain that. So, I mean, they don't have any shame. I find no a shame. lot of fingers up butts when I walk into rooms and I'm like, what was going on in here? And everyone's <laughs> looking at you and you're like, what's up? And then they keep <laughs> going because they have no shame. <laughs> and then they're just like. I right back at here now again. too. <laughs> you can watch, baby. We'll be here yeah. all day. So that's super rad, and I love that. Um, mm. But 
I think, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, because they're, like, insane. Gorillas are insane, but I love them. Um, um, go ahead. I was just thinking about when they go sleepy. What do they do when they go sleepy? Yeah, that's a great question. So, they do sleep at night, and just like us, they like to have a nice little bed to sleep in. Who wouldn't? And so, every night, they build a nest. It's called a nest, because they use, like, foliage and whatever they can find around them to make, like, a nice, comfy area that they sleep in. In the case of gorillas, um, like, in a family group, Mm -hmm. the adult females and her kids will oftentimes share a nest. Um, Sometimes multiple adult females, if they're close with one another or, like, if they're siblings, they'll be in the same nest, too. Um, But almost all the time, it's going to be a mom and her kids. And then the silverback will kind of have his own area, depending on his preferences. Um, Some dads are more hands-on than others, but that ain't news. And then... In the case of the bachelors, though, those boys are going to sleep on their own, but just nearby. Okay. So they really don't want to, like, sleep in the same bed, but they do want to get down and dirty when no one's looking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And one thing that I've – I had a guest ask a few years ago about, like, homosexuality in gorillas Mm -hmm. and, like, great apes in general, which was, like, such a big question for, like, a 15-minute keeper talk. Right. That I kind of had to dumb it down, but, like – You guys all know, like, homosexuality is regardless of species. Like, it happens all throughout the animal kingdom. Flora and I did a whole episode on gay animals. And it's just, like, it's totally normal because it's one of those, like, social bonding things that, like, animals do. And so it's a totally everyday occurrence as far as, like, their behavior goes. And uh, for, like, gorillas in particular, because they are such social animals, it's one of the best ways that they can strengthen those bonds with one another and like keep up good relations is to like engage in that type of stuff which is why you see a lot of sex play across like so many different situations yeah but it's also a good thing to see um and then it's also something that like we as their staff when like people that manage gorillas a lot of times keep track of too because you can um get a better idea for like how a group is doing based on like the prevalence of that kind of thing and you can also um sometimes it can clue you in to the behavior of some of your other animals if you have ones that are more fixated on each other you can kind of get an idea of like why they might be behaving a certain right, way like so it's on. a really useful tool in like animal management in general but it does mean <laughs> that some of our like emails and stuff are like i saw this one masturbating today keep it on your radar <laughs> <laughs> which is excellent we all have like genitals on our phones Animal genitals, I should say, not our own. Well, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Maybe. That's a tale for another time. Um, But yeah, so they sleep, they sleep, you know, just kind of depending on their social bonds, they'll sleep in different areas. But for the most part, the kids are going to stick close to mom. And that's pretty much that. As far as sexual maturity goes, when a female reaches around like six years old and up, she's technically sexually mature, but she probably isn't going to enter into a breeding situation until she's a little bit older. Okay. Um, it's just like with humans, right? Like, girls go through puberty before boys do, and so technically they're sexually mature, but they're not, like, really doing not yeah. entering that kind of thing. Uh, and then the males, of course, mature a little bit later. So and how long a do lot they, of times, like, live? Yeah, so a lot of times they'll, like, get into their breeding in their late teens and early 20s, sometimes in their 30s, and then... As far as lifespan goes, it really trails off toward the end. So 
they on average will live about 32 years old from a wild male and then about 37 for a oh. wild female um which doesn't sound that long no but you also have to consider that they're facing a lot of like threats in the wild right and those averages also take into account like infant deaths yeah which can happen which is, like, pretty so commonly because they're such a like energy expenditure um but then, of course, like in zoos, they live well into their, like, 40s, 50s, sometimes 60s, because mm-hmm. um, they're not dealing with all of that. They One thing like, I did want to talk about. Oh, totally. <laughs> healthcare for all. <laughs> um, One thing I did want to talk about is their reproduction, which is really, really interesting, like their gestation. So because they're so closely related to us, they share a lot of characteristics that we do with humans during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those being that... Um, crave weird the food. same kinds of like urine sticks that we can use to test our urine as oh, humans right. we can use on gorillas and we can also do that with pregnancy tests yeah. they work the same way because the same hormones are present uh, in addition one of the ways that zoos help manage breeding uh, through like their species survival plan is with um, birth control so Human some places control. use like the oral contraceptive like the daily pill some you know species use like uh, like the depot shot um, but those, those things work the exact same because it's the same hormones present, which is so <sighs> interesting. Um, and then on top of that, when they actually do get pregnant, they're pregnant for about eight and a half months, Fuck. which is pretty close to how long humans are. Yeah. And yeah, they can go through those same types of things. Like they can go off food or they can have certain cravings or their preferences can change or they can get moody or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then... Usually when they give birth, their baby's quite a bit smaller than, like, to body size than, like, human babies are to their mother's size. Yeah. So for the most part, they kind of, like, slip right out. Um, their heads look smaller than ours. They are definitely smaller. And, like, good for them. Right? What the <laughs> it's fuck? got to be nice. We're just, like, burfing out these Chipotle burritos. Um, but then the the babies themselves are usually come out in one. Twins are sometimes seen but really not that often uh, but one cool thing that that zoos do a lot in training for these types of things is they'll do like fetal ultrasounds for their apes because it's the exact same thing as humans right you can use an ultrasound probe and you can through training like get an image of fetal development as the pregnancy progresses and kind of help the mom out along the way yeah so it's a really cool thing that a lot of zoos are doing to kind of help manage their apes um but then beyond that so there's Obviously, they're super intelligent, and they have, like, yeah. a number of really cool things that they can do, and a lot of places are are really, like, embracing training across all of their species that they take care of, and a lot of the breakthroughs that they have on some of the training stuff happens with great apes because they are so smart. So I would encourage you guys to just, like, look into – there's so many examples out there. I could talk for hours, but look into those if you're interested. A lot of zoos do a lot of cool stuff with that, but as far as, like, managing – gorillas in zoos go um they do require a lot of management they do require a lot of attention um but especially because they are listed as a critically endangered animal yeah so their conservation status unfortunately is not so great i think all of the subspecies minus the mountain gorillas are critically endangered which is one step shy of extinction and mountain gorillas were just recently downgraded to endangered which is a step in the right direction but they still have around a thousand individuals total so 
it's not great, but considering, like, the location and the threats that they're facing and the, like, oversight and everything, they were downgraded to reflect those positive changes, but okay. there's obviously still a lot left to still do. a long way to go, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it sucks. Uh, what's especially tough and kind of going back to their, like, pregnancy and everything is that because they're investing so much time, eight and a half months is such a long time mm-hmm. to invest in one baby, mm-hmm. and... That baby is essentially a leech. Helpless. Yeah. It's helpless and it's a leech and it can't really do much for a while. Like, it's not, if it's not reaching sexual maturity at the earliest, around six years old, then that's a long time that it's relying on its parents. Yeah. Um, so to put that much investment in and then to have your baby die means that it's gotta be any threats. Well, yeah, it fucking sucks. I mean, they. They're just as cognitively aware as we are, and they're just as, like, bonded to their offspring as we would be, that when they die, they, like, the whole group mourns it, you know? But I think beyond that, like, from a species perspective, it's really hard to come back from if you're already endangered. Mm -hmm. Like, your numbers are so few, you put all this energy into making this individual, and then they died. Yeah. And because they live so long, too, it can be... It can be tough because that rate of maturity is a lot slower than a lot of other animals. Right. So a lot of the threats that they face, unfortunately, like, are compounded by just as, like, how cognitively and socially advanced they are. But, um, so, like, what are the issues, right? They are losing their home, uh, first off. I remember visiting a zoo and there was, mm-hmm. like, this little sheet over the sign at the gorilla habitat. Well, number one, there was... A chainsaw noise. <laughs> Yikes. So there's just like <laughs> okay. trees falling over and just like a chainsaw noise. Mm. And then when you got to the sign, it was talking about like deforestation, but then it was like, this is at the gorilla habitat. And then mm-hmm. there's like this little thing and it was like a cover, like a little blind. And it was like caution, like graphic content. So mm-hmm. of course as a child, I'm like, open this. <laughs> you like, show me the content. <laughs> immediately looked it up and it's a gorilla's head decapitated sitting in a bowl and they were like gonna eat him fuck dude that's who really went all in bush meat shit i guess but as a child i was like i am scarred for life (laughs) (laughs) and you're like this is where my love of horror movies came in here it is fuck yeah so they fate like habitat loss is huge i think we talk about this like literally every week every animal's losing their habitat And a lot of it comes down to, like, the choices we as humans are making. So as we encroach on their habitat for a number of reasons, Mm -hmm. we're displacing them more and more. And when that happens, it also puts them into closer contact with humans, which for a lot of animals is, like, literally the pits because we do awful shit with them. Yeah. Um, One of those being the bushmeat trade. So bushmeat is something where it's like a... um, a lot of times you you see it with primates, but it's, like, when a wild animal is eaten and not traditionally done so, but it's, like, done so illegally. Right. So, with the case of gorillas, obviously, it's not... Yeah, they're a protected animal. It's not legal to hunt and kill them to eat them, but it's considered a delicacy in some places, and so it, it's, like, a status symbol to be able to eat that on your table. Yeah. And they're killed for it, and there's really heartbreaking photos out there like um, that one of his like that one ball. and you literally see Fuck. like baby gorilla hands that are discarded from yeah. the bushmeat trade like it's atrocious it's absolutely heartbreaking but that's a big part of it 
And then bushmeat is something that leads to a lot of disease, too, because you're handling a lot of, like, exotic meats. And <laughs> uh, fucking tell, not always tell us about it. Fauna, tell us about it. We don't know about this. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Like, this is literally what is going on right We're now. We're living through uh, it immediately and right now. Yes, and this is, like... This is a big contributing factor to some of these types of scenarios, like the one we're in now. So, you know, it's it's fucked sucks up because it's like, yeah, like you said, it's fucked up in so many different ways, but it obviously negatively affects all of us. Uh, one thing that gorillas in particular are susceptible to um, that's like devastating their populations is Ebola. So because they are closely related to humans, Shit. they can essentially pick up the same kinds of diseases that we carry. I Shit. think one thing people think about a lot is that, like, they, like, we can pick up stuff from them, which is true. Like, yeah. we have the same, you know, we have similar biology there, but that goes both ways. Like, we can give them stuff, too. So right. if I come in to work, and when I used to work with gorillas and I, like, had, a like, a cold or something, or I came in with the flu, like, for me, that sucks. I probably feel under the weather for, like, a week. But for them, it's completely novel to their immune systems and it could kill them yeah so they can pick up stuff that we carry so there's a lot of precautions that are made even visitors with your grubby dirty ass hands and you're like getting over a cold and you throw your fucking popcorn into the habitat you literally just like threatened an endangered species because you just put your dirty popcorn in the habitat so fucking frustrating because the stuff that the animals are fed in zoos is like specifically designed by like nutritionists to be the healthiest thing for them and when someone even if you don't know you have something or even if it's something that you didn't think was a big deal it's still new to them and it can still kill them well people throw in like toxic plants because they don't even know what fucking plants are and you don't know the health concerns of that animal they can have diabetes regardless of like what their like prior nutritional history is they can still have like diseases Oh, totally. One of our old bosses told me this story once about, I think he worked with a chimp or something that um, they didn't realize right away, but had a strawberry allergy, just like a human does. Right. And, like, strawberries were something that, like, all the other chimps had had before, but they didn't realize it until someone had chucked it in, and this one had an allergic reaction, because he ate it, because he was like, ooh, a strawberry. Right. Like, it's just fucked up. Like, this... People don't think about these types of things. And then I hear people that are like, well, they like it. And it's like, yeah, and dogs like chocolate. That's not a fucking excuse, dude. No, like if I people walk up do mess, it doesn't mean that it's good for you because you like it. Like literally, you if I walk hard. up to your kid and I offer them a skittle, they're gonna eat it. Should if they I have it? No. Offer them <laughs> crack cocaine the first time, they might not want it. The second time, they will for sure. They will. <laughs> they will. But yeah, it's like it's so frustrating. Just the the ignorance that leads to such like disrespect because everything that these people do to take care of these animals can be negated in an instant yeah. by one person being like oh i just wanted to feed them i just want to do something nice for them and it's like wow okay well you actually killed them thank you so much yes. though that was really nice of you thank you thank you for thinking that you knew better than the rest of us did yeah that do this every day but thank you yeah so it's really frustrating but so the like all of the human contact leads to more opportunities to be brought into the bushmeat trade. There's also more opportunities to pick up diseases, which they can take back to their populations and decimate them. Yeah. Um, and then, just as heartbreaking, is the pet trade. People but. look at baby gorillas 
and for good reason look at how cute they are and think oh i would love to have oh my god i would never fucking think that oh my god yeah no thank you hard pass but they are like super super cute yeah but so people aren't able to distinguish between like what is appropriate or not and so again it's a status symbol or it's ignorance or it's a combination thereof and a lot of times well not even a lot of times every single time there's a baby gorilla in the pet trade the mom was killed for it for sure. Every time. Because that mom's not going to give up her kid. Are you kidding me? Um, and so the only way to get the baby is to get rid of the problem, which is the mom. So that's awful, A. But B, it also means that that person is now, has literally traumatized that infant beyond what is even, it's even able to like, even like consider yeah, <laughs> in its yeah. little brain. Right. Um. But then it also puts it in a situation that's, like, legitimately unhealthy, like, socially and emotionally unhealthy for it. Because gorillas, part of their welfare comes from being around other gorillas. Like, it's literally part of, like, what allows them to be healthy socially and mentally. Well, and when they have, like, a social species, too, like... Any damage you do at a young age is, like, damage they're going to have the rest of their lives because, especially, like, with all that mm-hmm. body posturing, they're not going to learn any of that stuff. They're not going to understand how nope. to even communicate with other gorillas. Like, you're limiting yep. their language. So then when we see animals like this who came from, like, maybe, like, entertainment backgrounds and things like that, you can tell a difference between a gorilla that was raised with gorillas and a gorilla mm-hmm. that was, like, raised like it was a human wearing a diaper. Like, yeah. they're... They're not the same, and no, it's like they're sad. Not. And you because they don't get like super. They don't get like accepted. I wouldn't say right. No, not really. No, not no. Because they don't know how to, and that's not their fault. So it just fucking sucks. And obviously, with an endangered species, this is an even bigger deal. Um. So yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of threats. That a lot of it, it. A lot of the habitat loss is due to like deforestation, but also, uh, mining for a mineral mm-hmm. called colton so what can we do to help right like obviously we love them we want them around for years to come yeah and with the projected state of things it's estimated they'll go extinct in 20 years which is like our uh, lifetime super depressing. <laughs> so what can we do to help one always discourage exotic pet videos always yes. literally everywhere it's the easiest thing to do on this list and it's completely free so and the next time you see something like that fucking report it and that's dude. like an Shut umbrella like d- just because the place says it's a sanctuary and then they have like gorillas wearing diapers like playing with orangutans playing with fucking german shepherd puppies like use common <laughs> sense like it's not portraying the right idea no regardless of what place... the company's name is yes and if a place uh if a place claims that they are like helping gorilla conservation or whatever ask them be yeah like, how are you helping yeah what are you donating what is the awareness what's the education happening here a real legitimate place is going to be like xyz here's all our information ask every question you want yeah a shitty place is going to be like oh we just do right yes vague it's pretty vague fucking simple shit on their website like you can't tell me where this is going that that means it's not going anywhere yeah it's fucking stupid so that's something all of us can do is shut that down right fucking now and engage in those conversations with people that post that yeah well that okay that's another thing too is like annoying when your aunt who like is literally drunk all the time like posts that weird video to your timeline like 
if you can't say it to her face, it's a good time to be like, oh, this, like, thanks for thinking of me. However. Mm-hmm. And, like, let people know. Because that's the other thing, too, is, like, a lot of people, especially the older generation, I don't know what they're mm-hmm. fucking doing. But a lot of times <laughs> they, <out> here. <laughs> they don't fucking understand that, like, what they're doing is, like, toxic and is, like, contributing mm-hmm. to this shit. And sometimes mm-hmm. they double down on you and they're assholes, but sometimes they're like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's worth having a conversation. Yeah. Like, if you're in the mental... Super easy. Like, you know, a good spot to where you can, like, start yeah. that. Sometimes it's exhausting. I'm, like, I'm right there with you. But... Absolutely. Do what you can. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's one of the, like, quickest things that we all can can do in our day-to-day lives. Oh, yeah. It's going to make a big difference. Um, second, uh, I know this is not something that we can necessarily do on our own, but, like, maybe let's get some people that believe in, like, science and climate change and, like, proper... We can do that. We can vote. protocols. We can do that. We can No, vote. I'm saying, like, yeah, we can totally, we can totally have a, a hand in making that happen, but I'm not saying no one should sit there at home and, like, agonize over it not right, happening. Right, right. Like, I tried. Um... But yeah, that's something that we all need to do because that affects literally everything. Um, but then, like, one thing that's super helpful is, like, support zoos that have gorillas. Yeah. And because a lot of times, like, at least a portion of their proceeds go toward animal conservation for the animals they take care of. For sure. But a lot of them also, like, add extra money to extra organizations like the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund mm-hmm. International, which is awesome. And it's the one that freaking ellen is partnering with yeah and i will say one caveat so like ellen degeneres has been outspoken that she does not support zoos yet she like supports this so that's kind of like mm, annoying yeah but she is also supporting conservation so i'm like and in my head i'm like eh, at this point think what you want at least you're like putting some money up i know she's really weird and <laughs> then know? she's in like finding nemo and finding dory were like finding dory had like this weird undertone of not zoos and yet like disney world owns a zoo it's called animal kingdom and it's a zoo <laughs> i don't know why you're trying to pretend like it's, it's not one actual ass but zoo. it's like an actual fucking zoo like i've been there and i was like this is a zoo <laughs> hey looking around this zoo yeah it's kind of weird but again like at least she's putting up money yeah, to right? help so i know well, i don't pick know. her fucking i don't battles. know so, uh, but yeah, supporting zoos is really great yes. too. Plus, you get to see some sick animals and learn about them. And this... If you have the money to donate, donate it to Diane Fossey. That place is amazing, and they're like doing boots on the ground work in Africa nice. every single day with like rangers, and they're help protecting gorillas, and they're doing surveys. And those are the people out there that are literally laying down their lives to like help these animals yeah it's incredible i've seen like, if you guys have seen go ahead the, the mountain gorilla like rangers and they just like carry baby mountain gorillas around and like help them like grow up and stuff uh-huh. it's incredible and there, i was just gonna say like you and i saw that movie varunga oh my god which was like we heartbreaking wept literally wept but it was all about like the the rangers that like protect the gorillas yes. and it was so cool. God, it I was forgot amazing. that we watched that. I forgot that movie yeah. existed until you just said that. That movie fucked me up. It fucked me up. Um, but one of the other easiest things that you can do is to donate your cell phones. Yes, so get in touch with your local I was zoo. Say because you mentioned um, that mining thing. Fuck yeah! So they're mining for that mineral. It's called Colton, and. It exists in, like, the batteries of our small handheld electronics and cell phones being the most popular one. And it's 
great because it like keeps our phones from fucking lighting on fire while well not all of us some right, of us right, <laughs> right. lighting a fire while we're using them but like it's only found it's one of the only places it's found is in gorilla habitat so mining for it like keeps happening as popularity of cell phones continues to rise to continues to rise so one thing that we can do is to recycle that mineral so we're not having to take as much out of the earth and continually destroy their habitat. This is just like and that movie Pandora or whatever, Avatar. It's just <laughs> like, like that. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> just like that movie Pandora. I never saw that one. You know what, though? It is. It is just like that movie. But the Avatar. Avatar. The Avatars are the gorillas. The Navi. Dude, I mean... You're not fucking wrong. And then it's the unobtainium place. is the coltan. This is it. And, James Cameron. And wait, God, what's that? The fucking guy has like the stupidest name. What's the main character's name? Like uh, Jake Seeley or something. Oh, shit. Wow. I think that was it. No, was that it? I don't know. I fucking hate that movie so much. I make fun of it all the time. That's why I know so much about it. Okay, Avatar movie. <laughs> he has like the dumbest name. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Jake Sully. <laughs> yeah, I almost, I think I had it, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, you got it. What an idiot. What a stupid movie. Yeah, it's movie. a dumb name. But, uh, just gonna watch fucking Fern Gully instead. It's a good movie for once your life. Dude, Fern Gully, watch Fern Gully and watch Faruga, and then you'll get a real picture of what's going on. And then you'll weep all day. Yeah, you will. It'll be, be kind of a bummer day, so get some ice cream or something afterwards. Um. But yeah, so like recycle your Colton. It's great because it can be recycled. It's crazy. And nobody tells you that. Use them. Literally. And you would think cell phone providers would. No. But actually, they want your old cell phones. They want. So that they can just yeah. make more money. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have an old cell phone, which I know every fucking one of us does, yes. we have one sitting in a drawer at home yes. that doesn't turn on anymore, that maybe yes. we still have some photos on, but don't know what to do with yes. it. Take it to your local zoo. Ask them if they donate. If they don't, Hit up the DFGFI website, figure out how to donate your cell phones, and send it in the mail. Yeah. Because every single one that they receive, they're pulling that mineral out and they're putting it into new phones to use. And it's 100% free to do it. Yeah. So, like, why wouldn't you? We had, like, our primate team was collecting cell phones. They did, like, a like a rush, like, just this month. You know, yeah. like, whoever can donate the most cell phones, like, wins a prize. Mm-hmm. Here comes Flora. I had three cell phones. I had in a drawer. I've been carrying them around <laughs> for like five years and waiting for this moment. So I donated mm-hmm. all of mine at once. I think I was the only one who had three cell phones sitting in a drawer. Yeah. So I won that's what cookies do. for the aviary department. <laughs> Look at you. Fuck yeah, dude. A gr- uh, fucking gorilla warrior. Gorilla ally. So it me. Uh, it's super easy to do though. I encourage all of you to do it. And it's a great thing to do if you're looking to upgrade your new phone and you don't want to give it yours over to the blood sucking corporation yeah. that you're buying that new phone from. Donate it to Gorilla Conservation. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. Uh, but then of course, like learning about them, right? Like there's so many misconceptions out there that unfortunately negatively affect them. And the more that we learn about an animal, the better we're going to do. Yes. So like take the time to learn about them and- Watch some, like, interesting documentaries. There's so many cool things out there. Diane Fossey was, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of amazing, like, ambassador gorillas, too, like, as far as, like, famous ones out there. Um, One that I specifically wanted to mention in media is this one gorilla named Ivan. Um, Disney's making it into an animated movie. And I think it's got, like, Angelina Jolie, and it's got, like, Brian Cranston in it. 
It's like an all-star cast. I think Helen Mirren might be in it. I don't fucking know. But it's about this gorilla named Ivan that lived in a shopping mall. I think it's Seattle. Something like that. It's based off of a book. It's called The One and Only Ivan. Catherine Applegate uh, authored it. And it's a children's book. So there is some, like, fiction to it. Mm -hmm. But it's based off of the true story of his life. And he grew up in the shopping mall. And that was kind of his life for, like, a really long time. And then, because the public, he was such a, like, beloved figure of this community, everyone wanted something better for him. And so, like, the public was able to reach out and make a change for Ivan and get him to a zoo that was able to give him a naturalistic gorilla lifestyle. Yeah. And it was incredible. I wept. The book is beautiful. I'm excited for the movie. Yeah. And it's just one of those things that, like, it's really heartwarming because you feel like you saw what those people did yeah. and like what they did to make a difference it was gorgeous I know. and he had to have like a beautiful rest of his life i know there's like this like gorgeous statue of him in oh, seattle yeah. and they like 3d printed it and it has his fucking ashes mixed into it oh so it like beautiful is him. yeah and it was like one of those things Crazy. where he had never, like, touched grass before. Right. Until he got to this zoo, and then he did, and it was, like, he got to live with other gorillas. Like, stunning. Insane. Beautiful. Love it. Like, what a glow up. Actually. So insane. he's a really famous one. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, there's, like, a ton of other ones. Fucking but like Coco and Harambe. Yeah. And... I don't want to talk about that. I can't think <laughs> this of... This has already gotten very long. I know, long. this is so long. We'll have to do... I mean, we've already talked a little bit about... Harambe, that i feel like didn't we yes i don't know we did yeah we talked about that in a q and yeah if you guys haven't listened go ahead and look that up um we don't want to say anything that might be insensitive to some of our co-workers and like friends and everyone at the facility that dealt with that so if you're interested in hearing our thoughts on that please go listen to that q and d we have all of our episode descriptions yeah. listed not but um, our thoughts but weren't we already said it and it wasn't like we are one with this no yeah. yes, okay yes, yes. Like, I, I just don't like, want to <laughs> i'm like ho no, ho ho no, no, ho no, hold no no. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 we were in full support of everything that happened there yeah. and like full support of that staff and that team and everything yeah. we want to make that very clear i just don't want to rehash something that they're probably tired of hearing a thousand I'm times i'm tired of hearing so. about it Honestly. Um, so if you're interested in that, please go check it out. It was a very worthwhile discussion. All right. Smack me but, in the face with a TLDO before I die. I know. This got so fucking so long. So fucking long. So anyways, we talked about gorillas. Jesus Christ, why'd you guys let me do this? They are great apes. They're found in Africa. There are four different subspecies, and the only ones in zoos are the western lowland gorillas. Uh, they're very social animals, and... They come in two different types of social groups. So you either have, like, boys-only group or you have a little family group with, like, a mixer-roo. In the case of every group of gorillas, you're going to have a dominant gorilla who's in charge. And for the most part, that's always going to be an adult male. He's always going to be the one kind of leading the charge. Mm -hmm. So one common misconception we talked about was that um, people think a silverback gorilla is its own species, but that's not the case. A silverback is just a term. That describes an adult male gorilla. So any adult male gorilla, regardless of the subspecies, once he reaches maturity, is considered a silverback. And he has the potential to be in charge. Uh, Beyond that, these guys are vegetarians. They hang out in big groups together and forage together and um, make nests at night. 
and they do a lot of interesting communication. One of the most famous forms is a guerrilla chess beat, which is a form of dominance display, and it's how they determine who is in charge and also how they keep the peace in their groups. Um, gorillas are considered critically endangered, all three of the subspecies, minus the mountain gorillas, which are endangered. Um, but the main takeaway is that they're still in a lot of trouble and there's a lot that we need to do. So please support local zoos that support gorillas. Um, please try to decrease the amount of like exotic pet videos, especially concerning gorillas that you see. And donate your old cell phones because the mineral within them can help save gorilla populations. Nice. That, that's it, baby. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. We realized it was another long one, but I know we're <laughs> back, back, back to back jamma. on our like expertise here. So we decided to give you guys the goods. Um, but if you guys are interested in any of other other episodes, we highly recommend checking those out. And you can find all of them at keeperchatpodcast.com. If you guys want to get in touch with us or you have questions, comments, whatever, you can reach out to us at keeperchat at gmail.com. But we also check all of our social media, so we're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also encourage all of you to join our Patreon, which helps support the podcast. And you get a lot of really cool perks, including bonus episodes each month. Mm -hmm. You get to participate in polls and decide what we talk about. Mm -hmm. You get behind-the-scenes look at how we do what we do. And you get access to our Discord, which is kind of a really fun community where you can chat with us and meet a lot of cool other patrons. So 10 out of 10 would recommend get in there. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) Also, one last note, uh, just a reminder that we do still do rat raves. So you can uh, rate and review us on iTunes. And for every rate and review that we receive, regardless of what it is, we will donate $5 to conservation. So it's a great way to help out lots of different stuff going on and also leave a nice thought. Yes. We had $20 worth of stuff that went to wires last month or Mm -hmm. whatever, month before last. And then this... Mm -hmm previous month i think we had five more that we haven't donated yet so more 20 more dollars going to somewhere cool and good cool okay god almighty god almighty this is done bye bye (laughs) have a great week bye bye